Welcome, welcome to finding your way out of the rabbit hole. I'm your host, Goddess Ashe Mariama. Thank you guys for joining me for my first episode on this podcast. I appreciate those of you that will be listening to this podcast a little bit later. If you guys want to become members and you want to follow me on this particular podcast, please go to anchor.fm forward slash Ashe Marama or finding your way back to the rabbit hole and you will find me there. Now, a lot of you like Alice in Wonderland, you have been following a bunch of rabbits down a rabbit hole and you don't even know where that rabbit hole leads. You don't know where it goes. You don't know what's going to happen once you get down there. And you don't know what the end result is. Now, Alice just was minding her business. Next thing she knows, she sees this rabbit. And just all of a sudden, just starts following it. No explanation, no conversation, no nothing. She just follows the rabbit down the rabbit hole without question. Now, a lot of people don't really dissect this particular story of Alice in Wonderland the way that you should. Well, this podcast, we're going to dissect Alice in Wonderland. And we're going to understand why Alice, a.k.a. you, went down the rabbit hole. There are many different reasons why we follow the rabbits down the rabbit hole. Why we encounter the wolves in sheep's clothing. The boy and girl that cry wolf, like in the story, the boy and girl that cry wolf. If you think about the wolves, you think about Little Red Riding Hood, you think about, um, I'm trying to think of some more stories, Little Red Riding Hood, you think about, um, there's another story where there's a wolf, A Little Boy Blue is another story where the wolf is involved, um, Three Little Pigs, so there's many different stories that you look at and there's a wolf involved, but that's a whole later on down the line. So. There are many different villains and many, many different characters that are in a lot of Marvel and DC and a lot of cartoons and even a lot of our stories. So how do you apply these real fairy tale stories to real life? That's going to be the question. How do we basically transition Alice in Wonderland, the three little pigs, Little Red Riding Hood, Boy and Girl That Cry, Wolf, Goldilocks and Three Bears, and many other stories into real life. Most of these stories were written by German authors. <laughs> and even in today, they have this center in Germany where they relive all of these stories and you get to actually follow along as that character goes through the story. But the one thing we don't do as parents, we don't dissect this story and teach it to our children in the way that it's supposed to be taught. So we're going to go through these nursery rhymes and these stories and we're going to figure out how they affect us in real life. That way, when you tell these kids the stories, you're going to put real life situations in these stories. So that way, no matter how old they are. You're going to always go back to that story. And that's the easiest way to get children to understand 
why what they're doing is wrong, why not to go down the direction that they're going down, and why not to follow specific children down the rabbit hole. So let's start with Alice in Wonderland first. Now, Alice in Wonderland, there's many different ways you can dissect this story. There's many different ways that the story impacts you. So why did I choose finding your way out of the rabbit hole as the title of my podcast? Because everybody is lost eventually. So let's say, for example, you're in love with a person, right? Male or female. And they put you down this rabbit hole of chaos and destruction, a.k.a. abuse. Let's just say a child is being molested. That's another rabbit hole. Let's just say you decide with some friends to rob a bank. That's another rabbit hole. When you are bullying someone, that's another rabbit hole. When you're in someone's business, that's a rabbit hole. When you gang stalk and harass people on social media, that's another rabbit hole. When you are in a marriage and you have someone that you're dating as a drug dealer, that's a gangbanger, that's a criminal, that's another rabbit hole. So either way, you're following someone down a rabbit hole. So you never know where these rabbit holes are going to lead. But for the most case, most case, we actually do. Because as many people that have done these negative things and you see them going to jail for it, why would you want to follow their rabbit holes of going to jail or dying or being used and taken advantage of or being in abusive relationships? We all know how they turn out. But there's a reason you go down these rabbit holes. The number one reason is to be accepted, to be liked, to be appreciated, to be valued, to be wanted, to be needed, to be a part of something, to be in a group, to basically just be something. Y'all are them type of people that when somebody says jump off a bridge, you're going to jump off of it. Let's go back to... um. I'm trying to think of his name. Let's go back to Charles Manson for a second. Jim Jones for a second. They killed millions and millions of people. And there are people that follow them. You have people like Dr. York. You have many people that follow thousands, if not millions of people and impacted their lives in a very major way. These people had people following them for multiple different reasons. But when you're following someone, understand you're no longer on your journey when you follow somebody. So let me explain the the difference between somebody guiding somebody and teaching somebody and someone following somebody. Now, mind you, I'm going to go into more details into all of this as we go down this rabbit hole. When you teach somebody something and someone is guiding you, they're not making your decisions for you. They're just giving you advice. They're just teaching you how to do something. And then once you learn it, you're on your own. When you're being guided by someone, they're, they're pretty much walking with you through the journey. 
guidance counselors, therapists, life coaches, mentors, coaches in general. These are people that are not here to tell you what to do. They're here to listen to you. They're here to learn what your purpose is, what it is you're trying to do, and help you get there. Or to get to a root of a problem and figuring out how to not be in that problem anymore. Or it's about learning something new and growing and being a better you. That's when someone is guiding you. When someone is guiding you, that means they see things that you don't see. And they're letting you know the things that you're not seeing. They're the eyes in the back of your head. They're the people that basically when they're around you, they'll know if someone is bad for you or when someone is actually good for you. These are people that when you have employees, they want to see you win and they win as well. These are people that want to see you grow. They want to see you evolve and they want to see you be a better person. So that's pretty much how that works. When someone is leading you, you're a zombie. You're a robot. Someone is controlling your every move. Someone is telling you what to do, how to live your life. Someone is manipulating you, brainwashing you, conning you. You don't have a mind of your own when you're a follower. You really don't. When you're following people, that means someone's giving you instructions. You go do what needs to be done and that's it. The military is an example of that. The military is not about you doing what you want to do. It's about doing what the military tell you to do. It's a lot of people that have suffered trauma, PTSD, and depression, and anxiety, and suicidal thoughts after being in the military. The military definitely has its effect on people. And there are a lot of people in the VA hospital because of the damage that the military does mentally and psychologically. So when you have people that are telling you what to eat, what to drink, how to act, how to be, when you have someone that is controlling everything you do or violating you, that is someone that is leading you. So when a child is being molested, they cannot fight back. If they don't do whatever it is that person wants them to do, then they're going to end up either dying or they're going to end up getting in trouble. And most people that molest children, that's what they tell them. The mom's never going to believe you. The mom's going to take my side. And in most cases, that's the case. They really take the husband or the boyfriend's side in this situation. Or the family member that does it. It's very rare that I've seen where children have been molested and somebody ain't going to jail for it. So you don't find too many cases of molestation where people are going to jail. Because most families keep a secret. And this child has to be forced to live with it. So these are just some of the rabbit holes. Another example of this would be drug dealing. Would be another example of groups going wrong. Let me tell you why they don't work. 
The reason why groups don't work, honestly, and I'm going to get more in detail, but I'm going to give you one example. Jealousy and envy. As long as there is someone on top, there will always be someone jealous of you that's going to be willing to take you down. And they will do anything to take your spot. They will be any, They will do anything to destroy you. Even if somebody new comes in, you're not going to have that. So most people, when they are the leader of something, they're not going to want the full responsibility that come with that. With great power come great responsibility and accountability. A lot of people don't want to take accountability for the actions. A lot of people cannot take what they dish out. And a lot of people cannot reap what they sow. They cannot deal with the karma that comes with the negative things they do. But they'll do it anyway. You'll be amazed what you will do for love. What you'll do to be liked. To be accepted. To be appreciated. To be valued. To be a part of something. And to be in people's business. So when you're curious about something, that's how you end up down the rabbit hole. So there's three ways that you're going to end up down that rabbit hole. You're going to be coerced into that rabbit hole. You're going to be manipulated into that, that rabbit hole. You're going to be forced into that rabbit hole. Or you're going down that rabbit hole willingly without no question. And the problem is, if you don't know... In the situations of life that you're dealing with. If you don't understand how these situations can affect you. And the fact that somebody can even ask you. To do something negative. Put your put their hands on you. And claim that they love you. They don't love you. If people actually can do anything negative to you. In any capacity they don't love you. They don't. But yet. You think that eventually they will change. Why should they change when it's going to be somebody else going to be catching them when they fall? See, I'm going to go about this a different philosophy here. The person that does the negative will always have somebody to catch them. But the person that is doing the positive will not have that safety net. They won't in any capacity. Will you have that safety net even though you want that safety net you're not going to get it if you are a godly person you ain't never going to have a safety net the only ones that have the safety nets are the ones that people feel are weak spoiled entitled and negative because as long as there are people that want to change them as long as there are people that's going to be stupid enough to fall for the stuff they do they'll never fall it's just like when you have two women fighting over the same man. One is married. The other one is a side chick. The side chick shouldn't even be messing with him at all. But she thinks this man is going to leave his wife. The wife now knows about the girlfriend. And she thinks her husband ain't going to still keep dealing with her. When in all actuality, he's going to continue to deal with both of you to get tired of both of y'all. Meet somebody else, and this person ain't gonna know about neither one of y'all. And who do you think you're gonna end up with? The one that don't know nothing. The new girl that don't know nothing about the situation at all. Who he really wants to leave his wife for. 
Being a side chick is not the way to go. It's not the way to be. Because eventually, the person's either going to go back home or they're going to leave both of y'all for a whole nother woman that knows nothing about the situation at all. So, at the end of the day, it amazes me how you have people that really, 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 really think that a negative situation going to give you a positive result. See, what you're missing up, what you're mixing up here is you being a cancer patient, going through a mental illness, going through a disability, and you're turning that into something positive versus you murdering somebody, raping somebody, killing somebody, molesting somebody, raping somebody, robbing and stealing from somebody, getting somebody hooked on drugs, gambling, alcoholics. That's a whole nother monster within itself. Those things you can't make positive. Even the N-words you can't make positive. It amazes me how people are so determined to turn the most negative, most demonic things in the Bible into something negative. It amazes me how people justify their behavior. Dude, you did what you did. And then what really makes it worse is when people want to apologize. Apologize for what? What are you apologizing for? You did what you did. You said what you said. And you need to live with what you said and what you did. So how are you going to sit up here and tell somebody, oh, I did it because, you know, I didn't know no better. I did it because I wasn't thinking. I notice a lot of people say that. I did what I did because I wasn't thinking. I did what I did because I didn't like what she said. I did what I did because she said this. He said that. Blah, blah, blah. See, that part. What he or she said. What does what he and she said got to do with you? If it doesn't apply to you, let it fly. You shouldn't be worrying about what no one else says if it ain't got nothing to do with you. No, God, for a second way. Do you know how many times people say stuff and I'm just like, I don't really care. Do you know how many times people have said the N-word and it don't bother me at all? And the reason it don't bother me because it doesn't apply to me. A lot of people don't know the definition of things that just don't apply to you. Leave well enough alone. If you don't like what someone says, that's why you educate them. If somebody said they don't like black people, that's why you educate people. And you ask them why they don't like black people. You can't sit up here. And get mad because people say things you don't like. There are going to be a lot of things people say that you don't like. But let me flip some and I'm going to go more in detail on this later. Would you rather want the truth or do you want a lie? Because the truth is never pretty. The truth is never this beautiful thing. The truth is ugly. The truth is when you accept the fact you have flaws and imperfections. The truth is the end result. The truth is never in the beginning. It's never in the middle. It's always at the end. Unless you've been down this road before and this person is similar than your ex. Then you know the result. 
But when you've never been down this road before, you don't know where it's going to lead and you don't know what is, what's going to happen in this particular situation. So the only thing you can do is pray that when you go down this rabbit hole that it ain't going to end bad. But when you're following behind other people, more than likely it's going to end up bad. It's like 99.9% of groups that you associate with without your job or not a business type of thing or you ain't building on something or y'all ain't working together to create something always ends up bad. Even in jobs, it ends up bad because in groups, it's going to be one person that's going to have to lead. And where the problem is, when you have people that are associated with you and you're trying to tell them to do their job, they're not going to do their job because they think because they're close to you, they ain't got to do their job. So let's go back to Alice. Alice did not hesitate when she went and followed this rabbit. Now we all know when she first got down that rabbit hole, that rabbit was not hearing nothing that she was saying. Why? Because that rabbit didn't even know she was behind him. That rabbit was not focused on nothing else but getting to his destination. Now, what is the difference between the rabbit and Alice? The rabbit did not get off his, off his path in any capacity. He didn't even realize Alice was behind him until he got to the Queen of Hearts. That's when he realized she was behind him. But the whole time that this rabbit was going down that rabbit hole, it was going down a direction somewhere. It knew where it was going. When you follow other people, you don't know what direction you're being led at. All you know is you're going down somewhere. You do not know what direction you're going to end up going in this rabbit hole. You really, really don't. You don't know where you're going to end up at, how you're going to get out of it. You don't know what's going to happen once you get down there. And you do not know the end result or the players involved once you get down there. Who else is this rabbit associating with? Because when she got down there, she had to be bigger, smaller. And look at all the people she met and all the creatures she met in Wonderland. And then when she got to the Mad Hatter, she realized... These people are actually crazy. See, it was an eventual process where she realized, I should have never went down this rabbit hole in the guy's second first place. What was I thinking going down this rabbit hole? What was going through my mind when I did what I did? How in the world did I end up in this situation of going down a path of nowhere? Why in the world would I even subject myself to this? But see, at first when she went down it, she thought, okay, I'm going to go down this rabbit hole and I'm going to just go down there, follow this rabbit, talk to the rabbit and do what I need to do. Well, now you get down there, she ends up lost. She ends up with the twins and there's all these other different areas. And I'm going to have to read the story in order to basically talk about each section of Alice in Wonderland. So I'm going to get the book right. And I'm going to actually read the story. 
And we're going to go through chapter by chapter of Alice in Wonderland. I think I got the book at my, at my, at my daddy's house. I'm going to have to go through it because we have a lot of books that we have. Like Robin Hood, Thumbelina. So I'm going to have to go through those stories and um, pretty much get those stories. Anyway, so you're sitting up here and you're following these people. Not knowing what they got going on. Now, mind you, this particular person goes and down the rabbit hole. You don't know where the rabbit is going. All you know is it's going somewhere. So, that's just the way it go. It's just like right now I'm looking at something where a woman reveals that a boyfriend left her overweight gain. And months later after a glow up, he apologized on IG Live and now he wants her back. I wouldn't take him back. If somebody leaves you because of your weight and somebody leaves you because you broke and because you went through something, you don't need to be with them no way. Like I said, things happen. People need to be with you while you're on these journeys. Let, let, me, let, me, let me break down something. What I mean by this podcast, you are an individual. You don't really need nobody, honestly. Everything that you need is based upon several things that I'm going to go into later. And I'm going to break it down. That way this is more, you know, makes more sense. Number one, the people that are going to give you your money. Those are the people that you need. Number two, the people that's going to help you fix the stuff in your house or fix your car. I call them Mr. and Mrs. Fix-It. That, that's second person, people that you need. Third people that you're going to need, the people that you're going to be paying the mortgage to or you're going to be paying that car note to. Them people. Them people that's going to help you to get that. So the first people that you need are the people that's going to give you the money to get you what you need. Second, the second people that you're going to need are the people that's going to basically give you. In other words, where you going to spend your money at. You need the people that work in Walmart. <laughs> you need the people that work in JCPenney's. Those are the people that you need. The people that work in these stores. You need them because if you have any questions about a product, then you need to go ask them. Or you look it up yourself. But the people that gives you what you need. In other words, these CEOs and these business owners of restaurants and the people that work in them. Then the people you need. So you're going to need your employer or the customers. If you own, if you own your own business, you're going to need the following. And I'm, and I'm going to break it down even further. But I'm going to do this in a, in a different podcast. But let's break it down. When it comes to the people that help you get your money, that means your employees, the employees that work at the store, your employer, <laughs> The, the people who you put your stuff on, like the websites and the places where you order your stuff from, 
the people that basically help you with your life coaching as far as you going back to school, those people, you're going to need them just to name a few. There's more, but I'll get into that later. Second thing, the people that have where, where you're going to spend your money at, you need them. So you're definitely going to need the people that own computers because you're definitely going to need a computer. So whoever it is that got the product that you want or that you need at the time, you're going to need them people. Third people you're going to need is the ones that help you as far as your mortgage and your car payments. Them. You're going to need them. Another thing that you're going to need is the people that fix the stuff that you need fixed. Whether it be the mechanic, whether it be the person that can fix the refrigerator, the microwave, the computer, TV, so on and so forth. Them people. You're going to need them. The next people that you're going to need is the farmers that grow your food. You're going to need them. You're going to need the farmers. Because without them, you ain't going to be able to make it. Hold on one second, y'all. I don't know who this is, but hold on. One second. I will be right back. Hold on. Okay, y'all. I'm sorry about that. That was a, one of them telemarketers. Okay. So you're going to need the farmers. Stop there. The farmers. The people that grow your food, you're going to need them. Um, You're also going to need... The people like the physicians, doctors, dentists, you're going to need them. You're going to need them as well. You're also going to need the people as far as the travel agencies, the people that the hotel places, stuff like that, where you get your vacations and your amenities and all that other good stuff. You're going to need them people too. You also may need a maid and a butler child care you're gonna need them <laughs> you're gonna need them as well um you're gonna need the people that sew your clothes you're gonna need them so you're gonna need people like those people but the people that you want is completely different the people that you want are people that you love that you care for your best friend your family members your boyfriend, girlfriend, your children, those people. So where in any of that is people that you don't know? Where in any of that is that a group? It's not. Everybody serves a purpose, okay? Let me first say that. Everybody serves a purpose. There is a reason why people want to be in your life and there's a reason why you're in theirs. Now, most people have an agenda. There are some people that's out to use you, and there's some people that like being abused. And some people like being used. But at the end of the day, it is you first. So before you decide to follow the rabbits down the rabbit hole, the way Alice did for absolutely no reason, you better make sure there is a purpose and intent behind you Following rabbits down the rabbit hole. At the end of the day, before there was a husband, before there was children, there was you. You came in this, in this world by yourself. Even if you came with triplets, you still came in this world by yourself. You're going to leave this world by yourself. At the end of the day, you can't be sitting around 
basing your life on what everybody else is doing, what everybody else is saying, and what everybody else got going on. You can't do that. You can't sit up here and be really miserable because you're alone. See, that's the reason why you have anxiety. Because you're sitting up here basing your mind and the way you think, the way you act, the way you dress, the money you make on other people. When there is no evidence that money makes you happy. Just like everybody keeps saying money is power. No, it ain't. Money is not power. Power is property. Power is land. Me and somebody today was talking, right? And we were talking about the fact of how people can take people's land, right? You can sit here and own your house. But if a developer comes in and goes to the city and says, I want to own that land so that way I can build something. Well, guess what's going to happen? They're going to pay off your house. Give you what is left. And then they're still going to build on it. So you put all this money into a house and you're not even going to get the full amount that you put into the house. So if you don't own the land that it sits on, you're screwed. And everybody don't understand this. I tell people I don't look. This is why I don't this is why I rent houses. Because you ain't never gonna own the land. Because as soon as something happened to you, your kids can sell it off. Versus you owning the land and you making enough money to be able to build a house. Your kids can build a house right on that land. They ain't even gotta go nowhere. So if you teach your kids the importance of entrepreneurship, and if all of y'all own your own business or you start a family business, guess what? You ain't never got to worry about being broke. Because if you do everything you're supposed to do, you're going to make money. Now, see, that's a different type of rabbit hole. Now, when you're going down these rabbit holes that are positive and somebody got a positive idea, then, of course, you follow them. Because at the same time, once you start with them, you can always branch off and do something else because you're still going to be a part of that family business. But you're also creating your own business. And there's nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with it. A young man, he, his mama got killed. And he decided to finish his mother's dream of being able to put out skincare products. And so she went and he created his product and it has done very, very well. And I ain't mad at it. This one young lady, she ended up building her own, she ended up building her own house. I ain't mad at it either. She has built her own house from the bottom up and is doing her thing and I ain't mad at it at all. I really ain't. So when I see people able to build their own business and build their own brand, 
I think that is absolutely great. So that's something that's that's very, very important. So when you sit up here and you follow somebody that's going to be able to help you get where you need to get to, those are the people that you follow. You follow people that going to help you get where you need to get to. The ones that are investing in you, the ones that believe in you, the ones that can get you to place that you ain't never going to get to, the ones that can educate you in order to be the best you that you can be. So that's that's where you need to be at the moment. So at the end of the day, I tell people this all the time. You got to do what you got to do. So there is nothing wrong with someone doing something that's going to help you get there. But that don't mean you take advantage of none of that. But see, what people are understanding now is that they're going to have to start basically charging people for their services. People are tired of doing stuff for free and getting their feelings hurt, getting used, getting taken advantage of. And now people are going into life coaching like myself. So let me break down a little bit about me before we continue on. I am 47 years old. I'm from North Carolina. I am a certified life coach, motivational speaker. I am still doing more training in mental health as far as being able to deal with different parts of mental health. As a life coach, I am a soon-to-be author. I'm working on my book. I am a blogger. I am a podcaster. I am a jack-of-all-trades. And I went from basically trying to figure out who I was um, to now knowing exactly where I, where I am now because I have gotten out of the rabbit holes. Now, mind you, I have not gotten out of these rabbit holes unscathed. Best believe I have not gotten out of them unscathed in any capacity. But at the end of the day, I am, you know, getting out of them. So everybody, you know, is going through something at the end of the day. So at the end of the day, we all have things that we have to deal with. We all have things that we have to overcome and we have to, you know, prevail in. But for me, my story was this. I used to be a people pleaser. I used to be someone when somebody said jump, I said ha ha. I was Alice. And I was following all these different rabbits down these rabbit holes. Men especially. And I was trying to be like these other women with makeup and hair and all of these different things. No differently than any other woman. Okay? 13 years old, my hair fell out when I was 13. 13 years old, my hair fell out. Because a a woman was doing my hair and instead of her using weave glue, she literally pulled out my hair. I have a bald spot on top of my head that's trying to grow back. As we speak. But I don't know. I might keep my hair bald the rest of my life. 
and that might be the way I go, honestly. Um, but I'm going to try some creams to see if it will help with my hair. Okay. Long story short, I had mommy-daddy issues no differently than anybody else. And me and my dad weren't exactly closest as we are now. And we will never have the father-daughter relationship that I would like. But I still love my father. I still respect my father. And when my son's father was not able to be there, my father stepped in and been the only father that my son actually knows. Does he know his father? Yes. Do him and his father have a relationship? Yes. Am I keeping him from his father? Absolutely not. But me and his father definitely have a very dark history. Anyway. Long story short, I've been through issues with men. I've been through issues with friends. I've been through issues with family. I even temporarily disowned my family. And it wasn't until recently when my mom told me I need to start talking to my family members. And you know what's funny? I didn't even reach out to them. They reached out to me. And my mom was like, well, you need to call and wish such and such a happy birthday. I did. I, before, I wouldn't do it at all. But because my grandmother is getting older and she's getting to the point where she's getting, she's like 82 years old, you know, it is it is time for us to let go of all of this stuff and try to be a family. So it's just something that we need to do, you know. So at the end of the day, you know, I'm not mad at nobody at this point. I, I really ain't, you know, har harboring anger Anger is like saying I still got feelings for people. Nah, once, once I let you go, those feelings go when I let you go. That's just the way how I, how I get down. Once I let go of you, I let go of my feelings for you. Because I had to learn how to dissect the fact of loving people mentally more so than physically. Because the way physically that my body would feel, being that I'm now going through anxiety, being that now I'm going through this unexplained thing where I can't drive and all these different things are happening, that's because psychologically there is something going on. And there's nothing wrong with going to therapy because I went to my doctor's appointment today, right, for my physical therapy. I got to do physical therapy um, every Tuesday and Thursday, I got to do physical therapy. So right now I can't drive. It could be a number of reasons from sleep to my eyes, to my back. It could be a number of things, but right now it's about getting to the root of that. So going to see a therapist is definitely going to be good because it would be good to talk to somebody. It would be very good to be able to get a lot of things out of the open and being able to find out why am I having these anxieties? And what could it possibly be? Because I want to drive. I miss driving. And it ain't fun to have to sit there and have a car sitting outside and you can't drive it. So in 2012 and 2016, I couldn't walk. And that was not a fun feeling to go through. And everybody turned their backs on me. My ex of seven years that I was with in 2015... Cheated on me. At that, I never thought in a million years this man would ever cheated on me. Cheated on me multiple times. And I let him go. Met another man that I did all these things for. Put things in my name. 
did all of these things, and this man pretty much never cared about me at all. When you going through being raped, being molested, being abused, all of these things, understand that when you don't have somebody to talk to, even though you may think you are the strongest person in the world, but physically, your body's like the slightest thing to go wrong, you're going through anxiety attacks. The slightest thing that is off kilter, you're going into anxiety attacks. So when I was talking to the physical therapist about the anxiety, um, she told me it could be something psychologically going on. Something that's keeping me from sleeping. Something that's keeping me from really going out in the world. But in 2009, 2015, no, 2018, I was cyberbullied, harassed, stalked, doxxed. My address, my phone number, my LinkedIn account, my inside and outside of my house, my parents inside out the outside of my parents' house. Background checks were done. Um, these people threatened to call SSI on me, wanted to mute me off social media. Um, they wanted, they made songs about my son, put my son's father and my ex, both my exes of all together 14 years, almost 15 years, on live to talk about me. Contacted my family, sent them videos, um, saying I was harassing them. Pulling up my LinkedIn account, voter registration, my LLC for my business, Uniquely Beautiful's Boutique, all kinds of things. And I had to deal with this. And I mind you, I'm going to YouTube about it, trying to get this stuff done. And so I ended up, you know, now telling my story in hopes that I can get somebody to finally get involved to do something about it. Because it ain't fun when you got people taking your content and using your content to make fun of it. And what my concern is when I start doing life coaching is I have to worry about these people trying to come up with the money so they can go into my course so they can try to record my course and put it on social media. That's going to be a whole nother thing. That's why I said that before I debut my actual brand, this is the reason I'm going to get it trademarked very, very soon. I'm getting my stuff trademarked in the name. So that's the reason why I'm telling people to try to not worry about, you know. So me going through all of that can definitely put you definitely, definitely in a... You know, definitely, definitely will put you in a deep, dark depression. And that's never, ever a good thing at all. So, there's nothing wrong with you, you know, doing what's best and what's best for you. So, sometimes... You just got to do what you have to do. So, there's nothing wrong with you doing what you feel is right. And there's nothing wrong with going to therapy and talking to someone about 
the things that have happened in your life. Because you'll be amazed how even though you're the most strongest people, when they break down, you don't break down the same as everybody else. Do you break down physically? So you have people that are the strongest people in the world mentally, but break down physically. And then you have the weakest people that break down mentally. So sometimes even as the strongest people, you need to talk to somebody. And it's not because you're weak. It's not because there's anything wrong with you. There's just a different type of depression that you deal with that's different than somebody that's weaker. When you go through depression, you don't even see it coming. You don't even know that you got it because you're trying to be strong all the time. And it's hard to be weak. But this type of depression is when you don't feel stable, when you don't feel comfortable. And with most strong mental people, they never feel comfortable where they at. They never trust nobody. And they never feel comfortable around people. Because they're always expected to be the strong one. They don't hurt. They don't fall apart. And then when they do fall apart, nobody's there to catch you. Because you're supposed to be there for everybody else. You're supposed to be dependable to everybody else. And it just doesn't work that way. So at the end of the day, you know... It's nice to have someone talk to you and say, well, no, you're not weak. You just need to take a moment to cry because I'm telling you, even when I break down and cry, I feel like my body just feels like something is wrong. And the reason why is because when you've been strong for so long and something happens all of a sudden that makes you weak, oh, your body don't know how to handle that because you've always been the strong one. Your body is so used to you being mentally strong that physically you don't even realize the damage that's been done. When you keep going back in a domestic violence situation and you keep getting beaten and keep getting bruised, you don't realize how in the long run you do go through anxiety. So anxiety doesn't just happen to people that are weak. And in most cases it doesn't. It it comes on the people that basically have to be the strongest person, mainly. The ones that don't cry, the ones that don't express them, their feelings, those are the ones that go through the most anxiety. And it ain't something that happens overnight. It happens in one particular instant. So when that happens, you have to know how to deal with it. You have to know how to move forward from it. And you have to know how to handle your business accordingly. So in the end of the day, that is the reason I wanted to do this podcast. I wanted people to understand that following people down the rabbit holes is not the way to go all the time. That's why you have what's called journeys. That's why you have what's called a path. So when you sit up here. And you're following behind other people. Do you know you're steering off your own path? You're going away from your path to go do something for someone else. When you are going off your own path, 
That means you're doing what everybody else is doing and not what you're supposed to be doing. Do you know how many of us in our 40s right now are looking back at our lives and we're just like, what in the world was we thinking? And best believe we are doing things very much differently. A lot of us are really going back and looking back at our lives and like, is this even worth it? Why in the world did I do this? And then you realize you did it for love. You did it to be appreciated. You did it to be valued. You did it to be liked. You did it to be accepted. You did it to be a part of something or you did it because you're just downright nosy. You'll be amazed what you do for love. You'll be amazed what you do to feel appreciated, to feel valued. So I think therapy will definitely be good. And I'm excited about this journey of doing therapy. And am I going to talk about it? Yeah, absolutely. Because I think therapy is very good, especially for the African-American community. We definitely need therapy. It amazes me how a lot of people sit up here and say, black women are not this, black women are not that. Do you know what I say to that? I don't care what you think, honestly. Why Why are you continuously saying stuff and like you're talking to a broken record? And that's another thing. That's why I only say things one time and one time only. I don't need to say it no more. If you're telling the truth, then it's going to be one time. That's it. One and done. If you have to keep saying the same thing over and over again, then it's a lie. If somebody has to keep it really... Ill- <laughs> I'm trying to think of the word. Ill- Ill- oh my God, I got... I'm just going to say it like this. When a person has to constantly keep saying the same thing over and over and over again, then you're lying. Because if you didn't say it once and got through the people, don't say it no more. Don't even say it no more. You don't, you don't, you don't need to keep saying something over and over and over again and repeating yourself over and over and over again. There's no point in that. You're trying to keep going on and on and on for what? If people are not convinced in what you're saying, then stop saying it. It's just like when people cyberbully somebody over and over and over again. Eventually, people stop believing you and they start looking at it for what it is. So if you ain't doing it one and done, that should be the end of it. It should be one and it should be done and that's it. If it ain't one and done, then you shouldn't be doing it at all. Point blank period. Because if you think constantly trying to tell somebody something, that's like trying to say you want everybody named mama to hate, to hate somebody. You want somebody named mama to sit up here and dislike somebody because you dislike that person. Just because somebody, just because you dislike somebody doesn't mean that everybody else got to dislike that person. And that's my point. Those are the people I don't listen to. When I constantly hear black men sit around and talk about black women, over and over and over again. I've come to the realization that black men don't really want that. Because the problem is, who do you want it from? You're saying black women. But what black women specifically are you talking about? What black women are you referring to? And that's the problem. Everybody says men, women. Do you know how many men and women are not the same? We are not the same. We are individuals. That's why I tell people, be specific on who you're referring to. That's why in this video, when I said strong people, weak people, 
I describe people based on who they are and the, and, and the roots based on what they fit in. But if that doesn't apply to you, you don't need to say nothing. Because not every podcast that I do, not everything that I speak on revolves around you. Because it doesn't. At the end of the day, if you could take something that I'm saying as a life coach and you learn from it and you grow from it. But what led me to life coaching was being bullied. And me losing my job and them getting me fired and contacting my landlord and threatening to call DSS and all these other things, doing background checks on me. That's when I decided just to do my own business. So my story went a little bit like this. I'm still going through medical issues, but I'm glad I'm finally getting the treatment that I need. Thanks to the doctors I have now. Um, but it went from that to me one day saying, talking to one of the women whose daughter was over there in a sex cult that I was trying to help get out of the sex cult. She was talking about her babies doing um, arts and crafts and stuff. So I decided, you know what? Why not sell jewelry? Why not make jewelry? I'm still going to do that. I'm still going to make jewelry. And I'm still going to put it out there. Because I'm right now in the process of moving back in with my parents. Because my whole goal is to save up money to be able to move and clean up my credit. Because I'm moving out of state. I don't know where I'm moving to. But eventually I'm moving. Plus I want to work on getting my life coaching up and running. I want to get my my course up and running. I want to be able to start selling it. Start going live. Start you know, building an audience, building a clientele, not an audience, but a clientele where I can do one-on-one coaching, where I can do group coaching, where I can do couples coaching, you name it, business coaching, you name it, I can do it. So at the end of the day, I'm excited about this new venture, but if I wouldn't have went through all of that, I probably wouldn't have been here. If I wouldn't have went through all of that, I wouldn't have learned so much about myself. If I wouldn't have went through all of that, I would not be where I'm at. So I'm getting out of the rabbit hole. And even though those people in the rabbit hole down there still trying to pull me back down, I ain't going back down in that rabbit hole. Once you get out of the rabbit hole, that's when you basically have to figure out when your next move is going to be. You cannot figure out what you're going to do when you're still in the rabbit hole. It's just not going to happen. So if you're still going through the situation, the only thing you can do is figure out how to get out of it. And then you have to try to remain out of it. So, if you watch a lot of drug dealer movies where you have people trying to get out the game, some of them make it out, some of them end up dead. Some of them, people end up out the games, not everybody ends up out of it. So, y'all, let me take this phone call. I appreciate y'all. Hold on one second, okay? I'm sorry, y'all. I forgot I had an appointment on Wednesday. I may have to reschedule that appointment. Anyway... Thank you guys for joining me. I appreciate y'all joining me for this episode. My first episode of finding, my, finding Your Way Out of the Rabbit Hole. Hope you guys join me for more episodes from this podcast. Hope you guys learn something. Hope you grow something out of it. And I hope you guys come and check out my courses as well. And my webinars and my stuff that I have going on through this year. And with that being said, I appreciate you guys for joining me. Again, if you guys want to be members, go to anchor.com. FM forward slash finding your way out of the out of the rabbit hole. I am your host, Goddess Ashe Morena, and we will talk soon. Bye, guys.